Welcome to my podcast. This is Faking okay. It. And I am here in San Francisco at Sun's apartment. Sun, thank you for hosting me in your apartment. And Irene, thanks. It's great to meet you. And this weekend has been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I came to San Francisco and I slept on your couch, Sun. And this sleep was probably like one of the best I've had all week. Oh my God. <laughs> What's wrong with the Stanford dorm? I, it, it's fine, but I don't know. I was, I was very surprised. I was able to just sleep so well on your couch. So I'm just like very happy about glad, that. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. That's good. So what are we talking about today? All right. Well, I think this casually came up in our conversation mm-hmm. just this morning. So we were going on a hike, yes. right? And by Balboa Park, a beautiful area for anybody who's visiting San Francisco. Uh, and we just casually as one does we start talking about sex (laughs) that's just at least for me that's my favorite topic to talk about one of my favorites me too yeah yeah and i think because we all are very open about talking about it it just started to flow and we got into the conversations of orgasms Mm -hmm. and i think actually one of the reasons it came up was because in your bedroom you had the book come as you are yes yes so um our my housemate also sunwoo's partner actually bought it for me because we had a conversation about orgasms as roommates, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I mentioned that I never had one. So mm-hmm. she was like, here's this book to teach you about the history and like the science of sex mm-hmm. and also how to have an orgasm. And I was like, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great roommate. Like, right? that's fucking amazing. Woman supporting woman. Yeah, yeah, literally. She's actually like so so for me she's like here's this book she like she measured me she's like oh you should read it i was like oh yeah maybe and the next oh, day she's like here oh wow and i was like oh my god you bought it for me yeah That's she so worked for cool. um shipwreck oh um, son worked for shipwreck yeah cool. so shipwreck is like the student run um sexual, sexual health yeah. reproductive oh, resources at yeah. stanford yeah oh. yeah and they do some really cool stuff like they subsidize like sex toys and um, like condoms Yay. and lubricant, yeah. and like each Stanford student like gets like I don't know like some you amount know, like, of Fink's money. Underwear, you know, like the underwear brand that's like they gave you Like you have to, it's subsidized, so it's just like cheaper. Yeah, it's much cheaper. Really? So yeah. I bought my Stanford roommate um uh like a butt plug from <laughs> yeah shipwreck, yeah. and it was like and a like, nice butt plug. It didn't vibrate, but uh, um it was much cheaper. Dang, it's pretty yeah, cool. they also like, explain things to you, like the the students, like actually, like they do their training and they like they explain like how to use these things yes. and like how to like safe sex. Stanford's like, oh, very cool. sex positive. Like they have that. a vending machine where you can buy Plan B. Damn, actually, you guys have one of those. I yeah, want, you see, I should get one. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, like it's good to have yeah. in your back pocket mm-hmm. just in case the condom breaks. Yeah. Right. UCI only gives out condoms, but condoms are already good already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I used good. to stockpile them, mm-hmm. and then I just for fun, like I was, I wasn't even having sex. I was just like, every time I go to student health center, samples like, of condoms. <laughs> I still have them. I have an area nice. fifty one one. Well, I got a yeast infection because those condoms sometimes are lubricated Mm. with, like, random lube. And then that just, like, doesn't do well for me. I need, like, my specific (laughs) aloe-based, aloe, like, (laughs) water-based lubricant that I buy. It's, like, the same brand that I know just works for me. Oh, yeah. That's that's fair, too. I'm also sensitive to certain lubricants as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. But I think even within sex talk, like... Mm -hmm orgasms are still like very misunderstood especially among yeah. women yeah. um i don't think it's talked about enough yeah i definitely don't like know what it is to like have so orgasm. yeah what's your let's talk about orgasm so what are one irene or son whoever wants to talk first what are your experiences with orgasms like what's the story 
Do you want to start? Because I never had one. Well, let's, uh, maybe we start with yeah, you. Yeah, like, let's... let's I just, like, never had one. Like, I feel like I've never orgasmed before. Like, I've definitely came. Like, I definitely have... have like, but it's, like, different than having an orgasm. Want to explain? Mm. Like, I... Well, I heard that, like, an orgasm is, like... It's, like, explosive. Like... You know when you have it. You know when yeah. you have okay. it. But, like, every time I come, it's just kind of, like... Liquid. It just doesn't... Well, when it's you, when not, you, like... It's not, like... Uh, you know, it's just like. But there can be different types of it, orgasms too. Yeah, right? I want to like, like just explain legitimately, like exactly what's happening and like how you feel and like what you usually get to. Like, can you elaborate? It, okay, so like when I, so I've never actually came during sex before. I think maybe once, but it was like I was also just confused because I think I was a little bit inexperienced. Mm. Okay, but usually when I come, it's like by myself, and okay. it's like when I'm using a vibrator. Okay, but it just feels like. It kind of feels like I need a pee. Like, it gets to that point, and uh, then it releases. And then that's, like, when I'm like, oh, okay, I think I came. But it doesn't feel like, oh, my God, that was so good. I want to do it again. Do you feel like there's something, like, building up inside of you? Or no? kind, a little bit. But it, it feels like I need a pee. Like, that's how, what it okay, feels Okay, like. and then yeah. when, you, when you get to the point where you need to pee, do you continue? Yeah. And okay. then it, like, dissipates. And then there's no, like, does it, does it feel like there's a release, or the buildup just dissipates? Like, there's, like, a release, I think. Okay. A release in that sense, but it's not, like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's interesting. Like, it's just more of, like, okay. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what, what are your yeah. thoughts? Usually when I have a good orgasm, or, like, any orgasm, I feel like it's, um, it's really intense, and, like, it takes some time mm-hmm. to recover, uh, I usually just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, what else? So when you were as on, let's hear, like, what's the story right. there? So I don't think I've had, like, regular orgasms until, like, um, I met Sun, my, you know, current partner. Uh, I think it's, a, it's amazing to be able to have regular orgasms. And only now I'm, like, I think I've reached a point where I know about my body enough to like know like oh. how how that works mm. um previously it would I think I would kind of almost give up on like trying to have orgasms with partners um because I just thought like oh like it's gonna be really difficult so oh. I just don't want to like why was it difficult then and why is it not difficult now um I think it's honestly a little like a lot of it is like comfort level right okay. with with a partner um so I think I I don't know. I still don't think that I would be able to like orgasm with like um someone who I don't know well or someone mm-hmm. who I just don't trust enough. Right. Um because even a little bit of like being self-conscious or those like distractive thoughts mm-hmm. can like make or break. Totally. Right? Totally. Uh, That's something you're going to read a lot in your book uh-huh. is like this idea of like drivers and then like breaks, like driving and breaks. Mm-hmm. And that if I'd say you're like in your head about you're, you're not comfortable, you're feeling weird about your body, you know, like you're stressing about trying to have an orgasm, any of these things, or you're trying to please your partner, any of these like ideas in the head are going to put a break on your like sexual oh. organs on mm-hmm. your brain and that it's going to literally prevent you from just really experiencing the pleasure and being in the moment mm-hmm. so i guess it seems like you had a lot of those breaks right um in the past yeah and i think that well i don't know if this is um sex therapist recommended or anything at all but i personally i have found that um Weed is like really helpful mm-hmm. for enhanced like it's like it's it's just easier for me to orgasm. I think. Does it? Do you find that weed is helpful because of like 
the drug really makes you feel in your body or is there another reason too like maybe being relaxed yeah I have no clue. I, I'm not speaking on the science here, but no, of course, yeah. I think statistically people who tend to smoke um, have better sex lives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like horny. Not, do, do not, we're not telling anybody to smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but <laughs> it does make you very like sensitive okay. to like not even anything like sexual necessity, but like touch, mm-hmm. right? Um, and... I don't know. It, it it just like also just relaxes you so that you you don't feel so self conscious perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I definitely have a lot of friends. My friends who do have orgasms, they said like high sex is like the best sex they've ever had. Mm. And I'm like, okay, one day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So then with Sun, the only thing that was really different was just the fact that you were more comfortable. Would you say? Yeah, and I think I don't know. I think it's the other thing is like. If, like, everyone's body is different and uh, different tactics work better with, you know, this person and that person. But what's really important is to obviously understand, like, really what really, like, works for you and be able to communicate. And I think mm. so many women, um, our standards are really low anyway. So you're like, I don't, I don't want to, like, even, like, make my feel, partner feel like they have to make me come or, like, they have mm-hmm. to do this thing. So you're kind of afraid to talk about like, act, you know, this was good, but actually like, I did not come or like this could have been better. Like even yeah. having that conversation is like difficult. It's sometimes, difficult. Right? Yeah. Um, hmm. And so I think when you kind of accept that, no, you didn't come with this partner, but here's how it can be better. Well, let's try this. Like, mm-hmm. like accepting that that's okay, but there might be other ways to like, you know, make it actually happen. Yeah. I think I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I think faking orgasms can be pretty dangerous in a sense because, like, if you do lie to a partner, like, oh, I did orgasm, then, like, throughout that entire relationship, when are you going to admit that, like, you've actually been, like, faking it? Yeah. Right? So when are you actually going to push your partner to try something different or, like, try something together, right? <laughs> I feel like Irene's making all these faces. Irene, <laughs> let's Oops. hear. Well, I mean, like, I, okay, in the past, I only lie because it's, like, I don't really want them to feel like mm-hmm. they have to mm-hmm. and also it's what like, do you mean have to what have to make me come because like it's just like okay. it's like to me there's like i don't know why i just get turned off when they like start trying super hard oh to make me i come. see and i'm like i don't want this like mm-hmm. i just don't want it like they just like well because um since i'm like like notice i am straight so i'm, I'm very straight like i only date men so yeah. far and i've only slept with men so far and they just I don't know. And some some men, like, like I can tell that they'll just get very upset if I told them I didn't Their come. ego. Yeah, their yeah. ego will get hurt. And so I'm like, okay, I just came. And But then oh. there's also those, like, the type of men who, like, try super hard. And to the point where it's just, like, I'm not feeling anymore. Like, they'll, uh. they'll like, try, like, finger me, like, super quick or something. Oh. Or, like, touch my clit like it's not really my clit or like oh, touch, oh my god they're touch, like rubbing in a yeah, circle but it's like the wrong, wrong spot, spot. Yeah. and then also like there are certain spots on my clit that are way too sensitive mm. i don't like to be touched right. and then um for the longest time since i hadn't really masturbated in that way like i didn't know what those areas were mm. and so i couldn't even tell them like oh don't touch that area because uh. i don't even know which area that is right and so i think like before like before I started like masturbating I like had no idea like what uh-huh. areas 
I want to be touched and what totally, I don't. And totally. it's like, it's so hard to communicate that. And also it's like, it's like everybody around me, like when I first started having sex, like everyone around me wasn't like, mm-hmm. I was definitely the earliest one in my friend group too. How old were you when you started? I was, I think I just turned 17. Okay. And, um, I think like the area that I'm from, like we're not, we're not like politically conservative, but when it comes to stuff like this, it's not so open. Like yeah. there is like a taboo, a little taboo, bit of taboo like a little bit about. of slut shaming mm. like, to mm. say that you're sexually active. Right. And so like, it was just like, I had to figure it all on my own and I just didn't know how to communicate it for the long t- longest time. But I think now I'm like at a place where I can say like which areas feel good right. and what areas don't. Right. It's just like, I think a lot of it is also psychological because mm. there's like a pressure to. Right. And, um, like, I, I don't know. I just, it really just, just, just uh-huh. like turns me off when like right. they try super hard and I'm just like, I'm dry. Right. Like I, just I think want this to end. like two yeah. things you said that are really interesting is one, we need to masturbate. We need yeah. to touch ourselves as mm-hmm. women. Like it's literally a disservice to our partners too. Like if let's say we can't do it for ourselves because you can't wrap your hand, head around like doing touching yourself for yourself, do it because you want your partner to know how to please you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. otherwise, how will they know? Yeah. If you don't know yourself, what feels right. good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is like what you said. I think this is a very common experience for women is that when guys are trying, they're doing a really bad job. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> like the whole thing of just like finger blasting. Yeah, the I think whole like, term, like oh, it's just like it hurts. <laughs> like, oh my god. It's just not good. Wait, can we talk about how porn and media is like sometimes like so distorted oh, yeah. in the yeah. way they portray orgasm yeah. oh, sex? Yeah. Yeah. Like and then like in TV shows, it's like yeah. hook up ah. scene. And then like 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 two the seconds later, the woman is like, ah, like, I like, know. It's yeah. like no, it that makes no sense. Yeah. It takes way longer than that. Yeah. I just want to like tell any man or woman who's listening to this really quickly: do not finger blast your partner because I'll tell you exactly right. There's a reason why. The reason you should not be finger blasting is because a finger blast is like a straight finger into the vagina, right? Yeah. Um, if you're going straight in, we don't want your finger. We want your fucking dick, dick to exactly. go inside of us because it feels better if it's going straight. Anyways, use your penis. The reason we like getting fingered is because a finger can curl. And if you think about the come hither motion, it's like calling somebody forward. That's why we like getting fingered because then you can move your fingers in a come hither motion. You don't have to go deep. You can go not even your full finger in, three quarters of your finger in. It hits the spot on the clitoris that wraps around the vagina that feels really good for women. Slowly massage that area with your fingers using come hither. Mm -hmm. That's what we want with your fingers. Mm -hmm. No finger blasting. Do you agree? I agree. Absolutely. I (laughs) I think some easy things to add on. Lube. Yes. It's always helpful. Like, yes, yes, women naturally produce, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like their natural lubricant. But I honestly think, like, extra lube can't hurt. Right. Um, It helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're, you're bigger. And also just think about friction. Even if we're super wet, you know, if you have something coming in and out of you, it's pulling the liquid out. And so yeah. like, just like, like literally physics, thinking about yeah. physics, even yeah. if you're so wet, it, the liquid is constantly getting pulled out of your vagina. Right. So lubricant just helps keep right. liquid in there, keep it smooth, yeah. even if somebody's super wet. So it has nothing to do with getting turned on. Yeah. Some women don't even... Get wet. wet when they're super turned on. Right. So there's nothing to do with that. So right. it shouldn't be something that's like considered weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Definitely lube is an essential. And if you're going to use fingers, like you got to like wash your hands. Yes. yes. You got to cut, cut your nails. Cut your nails. Yes. Very Cut important. your nails. Or else it hurts. Yeah. yeah and you know, nails. moisturize your hands. Like you're 
or with lube or with you know make sure you take good care of your hands because like if your hands are like really dry and like it's right. just gonna cause friction and yeah. pain yeah yes. also I feel like this is good not just for guys to hear but for girls to hear yeah. mm-hmm. so like they can tell their partner like like you're saying you didn't know what to say to tell your partner to do yeah like even if like you had to say masturbated it's so hard to tell your partner how to finger you yeah right yeah. so now hopefully with this like context you can be like do the come hither motion come, yeah. my partner and I have um a nail clipper right yeah. at our bedside and <laughs> we were kid it's I feel like you know if you're really into fingering like a nail clipper is almost as essential as a condom yeah. right yeah 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 I agree it's so true, true. It's like put true. it by your bedside because you know the time might come and then you're gonna be too lazy to like go look for it so right. why not just keep it prepared That's right true. Yeah, yeah true totally true. bedside bedside yeah top drawer <laughs> I need a drawer for like my condoms and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to the communication side of things. So yes. I want to like, so you still haven't really, you still feel like you haven't orgasms. No. Right. Mm-mm. So I don't know, son, what, 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 do you have any advice or anything that we could um, help Irene with and the listeners too? All those who right. haven't orgasmed either. So I think, I think we should stop faking it okay. and kind of be blunt about the fact that like, no, like, it didn't come. It felt good. You know, this is great. And that's not the ultimate goal of sex yeah, sometimes, come, but yeah. you did not come. And I think, I think we should be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the second thing is, um, yeah, like just find out small things that maybe is not exactly a key to orgasm, but still, you know, for sure makes, makes you feel, feel good. good. And yeah. then either show your partner how to do it perhaps like even guiding them and it's, I think that's kind of hot right like mm. kind of like yeah. putting their hand and like you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah guiding them yeah yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah. yeah I agree it's definitely like a journey it's a journey that I have yet to face <laughs> yet to face totally I'm curious about like the build up because for me I feel like that's a really essential yeah the part. build up is the best mm-hmm. orgasm right, right? like you kind of need that build up like the orgasm won't just like come to you out of right. nowhere or mm-hmm. I don't know I, from my experience it rarely happens there's always some kind of build up totally yeah but I wait, I'm curious like do you guys because I personally like foreplay better than like actual sex like mm-hmm. is that a thing a lot of girls do feel that way and I think the reason why is because there's more clitoral action in foreplay mm-hmm. like grinding when a guy's like grinding yeah, against you yeah. it's going against your clit and for us that's more it's a more sensitive part of our body yeah I think yeah, yeah. as opposed to like vaginal stimulation yeah. which isn't unless a guy's really skilled and he knows how to use his penis yeah. it's very yeah. hard I think only less than 10% of women can actually like um, come from, from vaginal that, yeah. 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 yeah so I think that's maybe why you like foreplay more because it's like touching the parts of your body that actually give you more pleasure yeah, yeah maybe. maybe I also just like making out like this first right well I think that like, that is another thing that um is really important um for men to hear is that um yeah like statistically it's very unlikely that a woman will come just from vaginal penetration and you just gotta accept that, that right. maybe it's not even a problem with your skill or talent right. it's just it's just, just biologically like, yeah, statistically right. just from penetration don't expect right. your partner to just come from that right. so you should have you should have no problem you know like you know complementing the session with sex toys right, right. sex toys yeah. are your friends not your enemies exactly how yeah. do you use a sex toy in bed with a partner with i have but right. like there have been like specific comments during like the being like mm-hmm. oh feels bad like i couldn't make you come so you have to use a toy and i'm like that's <sighs> not what it is yeah yeah i have like many um like because i i have a couple like friends with benefits 
And they would like make comments like that. And then I'd just be like, mm. that is like literally not the, not what I, not what I'm meaning to right. say. It's mm-hmm. just like, I physically don't think I can come with penetration. And right. That's just it. But yeah, yeah they definitely, hi. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do. Sometimes I feel like it does hurt their, their egos. Yeah. Like, especially, um, straight men, because I, and I don't know how to like specifically communicate to that, them that it's just, I just can't come that way. Like, cause I literally have told them, I just can't come like with penetration. That's why right. I feel like we should use this. Yeah. But then they always make those comments like, Oh, it feels bad. And yeah. I was like, like, I don't know what to tell you. I just can't like, I just mm-hmm. don't think I can. Yeah. No, I just say it's biological. Like this is how our bodies are made and you should yeah. be educated. Yeah. And, like, that's it, that. Yeah. I'm not know? saying like your penis sucks. Like your penis is great. That's yeah. why I'm fucking you. But, right. Right? <laughs> yeah. right. That's why I keep fucking you. Like totally. that's, that's, that's literally why. Yeah. But Yeah. 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 I think like for me, so the first time I had an orgasm was a year ago and I struggled immensely trying to have an orgasm because it was kind of like an identity crisis for me because mm-hmm. I view myself as a feminist. I care about like women's rights, you know, mm-hmm. and yet I couldn't get to this point of like sexual satisfaction that my peers had. Mm-hmm. And I was annoyed about that because I'm like, I'm fine with using vibrators. Like I like kissing girls and yet I can't orgasm, mm-hmm. you know, like it, was, it bothered me to an extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... For me, it was like a whole thing. I like start seeing a sex therapist. Um, and then eventually the way I think I got there is one, I decided to stop caring about an orgasm. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. this, this idea of having to have an orgasm is weighing me down. You know, it's disempowering me. It's making me feel like a fake feminist. Right. Like all these different things that it's stressing me out. Let me just not care about it anymore. Let me just like mm. pretend that I don't care about orgasms mm-hmm. and only try to think about actual physical pleasure in the bedroom. Mm. And like, maybe that's just foreplay. Maybe mm. that's just like an hour of grinding and like, this feels so good. So I'm going to just do this for like a fucking hour uh-huh. <laughs> because I want to do it for an hour, mm-hmm. you know? And then it was like in those moments where I was just like really just loose with my uh, body yeah. that I actually came. Oh. And also the orgasm to me wasn't, this explosive moment. Uh-huh. And so I think like also this idea that like maybe we're all different. Our bodies are mm-hmm. all different mm-hmm. and how we experience orgasms are all different too. Right. Maybe for you, it's like a really slow, long buildup. Uh-huh. And then it's like this explosive uh-huh. like moment that you have for me. It's like, a, I guess it's like a slower buildup too. And then it just gets like a little intense for a second. Uh-huh. And then it like slowly like, like subsides, oh, you know? It. And it's like, I feel it for like 30 seconds after, like mm-hmm. I'm just like the slow subsision of like right. this feeling. And that's, and then I feel really relaxed and like, that's my orgasm. And right. I learned, I realized that once I stopped caring about orgasms, I realized that actually, I think maybe I had this a couple of times, uh-huh. but I was so in my head about it that I didn't actually enjoy it because I wasn't, I was stressing out about having an orgasm. And I was like, this isn't the explosive thing that I was told I was supposed to be having. Uh, I see. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what make sense. Because right. like my friends who have orgasms, like mm-hmm. have, with like penetrative sex, like they're saying like, oh, like their legs are shaking. Like right. their eyes are rolling back. And yeah. I'm like, that has never happened to me <laughs> like ever. And so maybe, maybe it is just a little different with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have to see. I have to yeah. experiment. Mm-hmm. There's also different kinds of orgasms. There's like vaginal, anal, mm-hmm. clitoral. Even like nipple orgasms. Nipples. Yeah, nipples like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you can even have an orgasm like just by breathing, you know, very intensely. And then like, it's like a full body, like a stomach orgasm. I feel orgasm. like I've definitely had um, orgasms just by like, like without any like actual physical touch. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. 
rarely, but yeah. I feel like it's possible. Yeah, I have a friend who whenever she does shrooms, she just gets like mini orgasms right now. She's like, she comes on, she's like, I just orgasm. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? She's like, yeah, I just fucking, I peed in an orgasm. And I was like, uh, cool. <laughs> like, it's so cool. Yeah, I've heard crazy really stories cool. of like people, um, orgasming while they're like working out like doing yeah. those, like some kind oh, of workout yeah. getting yeah. laser hair removal I had a friend what? who got fucking laser hair removal <laughs> on her vagina and she orgasms <laughs> wait that's amazing actually <laughs> or um like what, like what do we call that like a uh, like a jet stream like a uh, oh pool, yeah 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 you know? the pool yeah yeah, yeah. or like like a shower head yeah <laughs> but all these things like all of our bodies are different and if we can't orgasm from doing shrooms or like getting laser hair removal like that doesn't mean that we're abnormal we all have, like for me i need a vibrator to come mm-hmm. i've never had an orgasm without a vibrator me too and there's nothing wrong with that yeah mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that that's just how my body is mm-hmm. yeah and the moment i start to own that it takes me a while to come and like i decide to not care that i need a vibrator and like be okay with just experiencing pleasure that's when i started to really experience it mm-hmm. you know and so i think it's like it's so much in our heads that we like feel like this is what it looks like this is what an ideal body type is uh-huh. this is what an ideal orgasm is mm-hmm. you know like we have to like get rid of that it's mm-hmm. like orgasms are yeah. nuanced we're all diverse in our own ways the way that our, our vagina set up is all different right yeah, yeah that's yeah. true it's yeah. true yeah absolutely yeah i'm curious about um the length and also like how mm. repeated like how you can have multiple orgasms and something like oh, that right yeah. I didn't believe in that like I mean I thought okay I don't know that sounds like kind of crazy but then with my current partner it's definitely happened before like Dang. like 15 minute long like constant like orgasms really? wow. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like yeah it's real it, that's it real happen. yeah, yeah. <gasps> I think it's like what is it like an edging Edging, oh, edging. edging. Yeah. yeah. So, who does anybody want to explain what edging is for those who don't know? Oh, it's kind of like you're like stimulating yourself like to the point where you're almost going to come, but then you kind of like stop for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then like, you do it yeah. again. And then you kind of, you can mm-hmm. elong, like I've heard that you can elongate your uh, orgasm by doing that. Like a lot of people do that to just like create a longer orgasm, but I've never edged before. But that's what I'm kind of in like cusp of coming, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. almost. That's there. my favorite thing to do when I'm by myself, especially because then it's like you're in so much control if you're mm-hmm. just using a vibrator. So you, like for me, I know when I'm like super close, and I just like to do that until like I just I just orgasm because I'm close. Personally, <laughs> I have a really hard time like uh, having multiple orgasms in one session, mm-hmm. but I've seen it happen before, you know, with my partners. Um, and I think that's, again, it's like just personal, you know, like, yeah. I, I feel like sometimes I like, feel almost like a guy, like I'm like dead. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not like that. After orgasm, sometimes I'm dead. Sometimes like, okay, let's go again. You know? <laughs> um, I've, since I've never come during sex, but I've like definitely had multiple rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. So just like a little wrapping up from this mm-hmm. conversation, what for you would you say you've learned as somebody who has an orgasm from like talking about this? That I need to stop thinking that I need to. Okay. And uh-huh. just, mm-hmm. just enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anything about communication? Oh, like? yeah. Stop faking it. <laughs> stop thinking <laughs> that I had it. And just, like, to be able to communicate, like, what does feel good. Mm-hmm. And just to keep doing what feels good. And yeah. then see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sonia? Mm, I think that... 
yeah, the emotional kind of aspect, how important it is and how um, you don't like, I feel like you don't like, you don't perfect it in like one day, you know? Um, I think I also like had like a lot of difficulty, like trying to orgasm, but I think the way in which it actually started was like more like emotional, like just doing what like actually makes you feel good and and feeling almost emotionally, oh, this is how you get close, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it wasn't just about the tactics and the physical necessarily for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the way in which um, I realized that, yeah, I can also orgasm. Um, so, yeah, I think for women out there who still worry about, um, you know, what's wrong with them, what's wrong with their partner, um, I think it's different for everyone, but perhaps it's, it's not just the kind of fixation on the tactic that is going to make it break. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's true. Yeah. I think like from what I learned from talking to you guys is that we all have these like common shared struggles for the most part. We mm-hmm. all have our own journey when it comes to orgasming, when it comes to sex. And it's all normal. Like all of our experiences, thousands upon millions of people have. And so we're not alone and there are things to do. And it isn't about Googling how to orgasm and like Mm -hmm. following this, like, okay, you do the circular motion to the left and then three Mm -hmm. minutes later you do it to the right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about like reading this book, come as you are, because that book really tells you that you're normal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's about getting out of your head a little bit. And like, like you said, it's about like more, it's about the emotions and like Mm -hmm. the closeness that you get with somebody rather than like exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. But it's also about listening to your body and seeing what feels good Mm -hmm. and like being okay to tell your partner like to go left or right. Yeah. Uh, And I think those are some takeaways that I hope people learn from our experiences. So yeah, thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Thank you for having us. Yes. Do you want to share like your socials or like anything? Do you want people to find you guys or no? No. Uh, Well, my Instagram is uh, Eileen Spileen Chen. So I'm okay with my Instagram video. All right. My Twitter is double underscore Sun Woo Lee. (laughs) But I, it's, I never talk about I don't want to talk about personal life, so this podcast is the me most either. intimate personal conversation I think I've had. Yeah, um, actually, me too. But I think it's really important, yourself. like yeah. even having conversations about female orgasms, like mm-hmm. is is radical. It's still so radical in many yeah. cultures, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think my parents will have a heart attack if you're talking about this stuff. <laughs> the same I don't think parents. they know if I'm sexually active. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry, I am. Hands. <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> I the only thing I've done is hold hands. <laughs> for the legal record <laughs> got it legally thank you legally. I cannot promise that <laughs> okay alright well thanks so much guys thank you so make sure to like comment and subscribe make sure to share this podcast with your friends my thinking fam follow me at this is faking it on instagram on tiktok at miriam heart on instagram tiktok and youtube if you want to watch the video uh, and thank you so much Kisses, bitches.